Welcome to the Soybean Pod, brought to you by South Dakota soybean farmers and their checkoff. I'm Tom Stever, discussing the incredible soybean, the people who grow it, and why that crop is so important. Feeding the world's 8 billion hungry people is daunting. But the chair of the World Initiative for Soy in Human Health, WISH, is confident that soybean growers are up to the task. She talks about what she's learned through her leadership position and how it's given her confidence in being able to complete the task of feeding an ever-growing population. I recently had the opportunity to participate in the first USDA trade mission to Kenya and Tanzania. And this really helped me better understand the rapidly growing demand for what I would say is readily available and affordable quality protein. My name is Roberta simpson Dolbear. I am a soybean grower from West Central Illinois. My husband and I and our son-in-law farm in Pike and Calhoun counties right along the Mississippi River. And I am chair of the WISH committee and I am also an Illinois representative to ASA, the American Soybean Association. We all know that here in the U.S., soybean growers have the ability to help fulfill that soy protein demand. We know how to grow high-yielding soybean crops on a sustainable basis year after year, and a sizable portion of our soybean production is available for both animal feed and human foods around the globe. What's your degree of concern about this eclipsing of 8 billion people? As a farmer, you must have some thoughts about providing for everyone. Well, soybean farmers, as I kind of reflect back on the history of WISH, those farmers that founded WISH 22 years ago saw this population growth coming. They understood the developing trends in sub-Saharan Africa, Asia, and beyond. And as a result, they launched WISH. And according to statistics that the UN provided recently, we hit 8 billion in population in, I believe it was November of this year. And as the WISH founders envisioned, much of the growth is coming from those developing nations in Africa. In fact, the population in sub-Saharan Africa is growing at 2.5% per year, and this is more than three times the global average. Plus, in Kenya, the fastest growing segment is 18 years and younger. I think it's important that these expanding areas, especially ones with fast-growing younger populations, have access to quality protein. The versatility of soy protein makes it ideal for adding to animal feeds, which in turn can be consumed by humans, as well as adding it to human foods for direct intake. And I think we need to keep in mind that food security in rapid-growing populations can only make for a more productive and stable economy. Roberta, what, if anything, do farmers have to change in their production methods to meet this challenge of feeding these 8 billion people in the world? I believe farmers continually look for ways to improve production methods while we also strive to stabilize and, if at all possible, reduce production cost. And at the same time, we strive to be good land stewards. You know, I think we all want our farm ground to remain productive for generations to come. And this in turn then will enable us to grow these higher yields. 
And as we are all aware, there are significant food security challenges in Sub-Saharan Africa due to five years of consecutive droughts, the Russia-Ukraine war that seems to be ongoing, and other factors. WISH works not only in Sub-Saharan Africa, but we also are active in Asia and Latin America. WISH builds strategic partnerships with food and feed companies. We currently have a relationship with ProSoya in Kenya, and this is a good example of how WISH partners with businesses on innovative soy protein solutions. I also think we're good at trailblazing trade by strengthening aquaculture and feed industries in countries like Nigeria and Cambodia. Together with our strategic partners, WISH can increase the amount of U.S. soybeans traded with countries around the world. As a farmer, getting ready, it won't be long, and uh, of course you'll be thinking about getting out and uh, making some dirt black and getting crops planted. (laughs) What goes through your mind as a farmer, Roberta, when you hear this news of 8 billion people in the world and uh, it uh, seems to be kind of a big challenge, what do you think of when you put that seed in the ground and contributing to relieving hunger in the world? Well, my experience is in serving on WISH and also on ASA and and having come from the Illinois Soybean Association Board, I feel very fortunate to have become better educated on the immense value of soybeans and having the opportunity to work towards making sure that people take a serious look at soy because it has so much nutritional value and can be utilized, added through either animal feed, then those animals may be used for human consumption, but also the soybean oil and the soybean meal that can be added directly to so many food products to increase their nutritional value. I want to remain positive that even though we're faced with some real challenges in looking at the population growth and where that population growth is taking place, that the American farmer can continue to play a valuable role in getting that quality and affordable protein out to the people who need it. What is your uh, degree of confidence that a company like Adesia, how they're poised to be relieving hunger throughout the world, WISH has really come on board and promoted this product. What do you feel about that? I really think they're positioned to play a, a great role in being able to reach out and provide soy team packed food products. They're currently doing a lot with soy and they want to increase the amount of soy meal that they're utilizing in their food products. One, because a lot of that can come directly from U.S. farmers. And they're working diligently to get all their ducks in a row, so to speak, so that that can happen, that they can increase the amount of soy used. And I think they developed a good name for themselves and that some of the support that they've been able to achieve through USAID and UNICEF and some of the other governmental programs that are utilizing their products, I think they're positioned to grow with the need and be able to distribute their food supplement products where they're needed. 
Those are the questions that I have. Roberta, is there anything else that you would like to add that I may have left out of here? I would maybe just go back and state that U.S. soy is a powerhouse crop for global food security and human nutrition in general. WISH is founded on three pillars, and those are trade, development, and food security. Those three pillars all work together to cultivate new markets for U.S. soy protein. And we try to, as best we can, be feet on the ground in some of these developing markets so that we can not only look for avenues for growing the demand for U.S. soy, but we can also help companies such as the example I gave with Pro Soy in Kenya to help them develop their better techniques, management, and production-wise so that they can utilize that soy to better feed the people in their countries. Interesting that you bring that up. And I also would like you to uh, address, too, how seeing feet on the ground in some of the countries where WISH is doing its work, how has that changed your perspective, Roberta? Prior to the aquaculture project that we're doing in Cambodia, which we refer to as TAST, I was not aware, could almost look at it as opportunity, that we have to help those countries feed themselves. We were able to show them how using soy meal in their animal feed to feed their aquaculture provided them with a, a much better ration, a food supplement there for the fish. Then we've also been able to aid them in developing their management techniques for growing that aquaculture business. Not to seem plain on words or humor here, but the phrase that you give a man a fish and you provide a meal, but you teach a man to fish and he learns to feed himself for a life. And I think that the aquaculture industry in Cambodia, and we're seeing it start to develop in Nigeria as well. We're helping them develop businesses that are sustainable and they can grow. And then in turn, those people are provided with a much higher protein diet to live on. Illinois farmer Roberta Simpson Dolbear is chair of the World Initiative for Soy in Human Health. The Soybean Pod is brought to you by South Dakota Soybean Farmers and their checkoff. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and at sdsoybean.org. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Stever.